<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, man, Brian's been up since 2.30 this morning. Sometimes you hit, you forget to hit record sometimes, but you catch it right away. That's the point of it. You catch it before you start talking. Before, at an hour prior to when you've already finished the episode and then you're like, I didn't hit record and we recorded for an hour, which Brooke and I have both done on our own over the years. <laughs> I'm sure any iteration of that has absolutely happened. We've had to re-record episodes. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. even though it's so demoralizing, anytime we've had to do it, we've ended up having a slightly better better episode. Better episode. <laughs> Take it's two. It, it's sort of it's sort of like the they did the homework. It was like yeah. we, we did the dress rehearsal, didn't hit record, and then really nailed it. Oh my God, it's so true. Oh well. Well, you know, welcome to Sidework Podcast, you guys. I'm Andrea Wallace. And I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Today, we need not a guest because the <laughs> guest, the the um, person we are honoring, the place, the myth, the legend is the holiday, which you have just endured. Uh, so this is a day after St. Patrick's Day, but we'll be unpacking all of that boy. later in the episode. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And, we, and what a shitty fall to have it on a Thursday and then it be a busy weekend directly after. <laughs> Oh, baby. I know. Well, we'll absolutely get into it. Um, And I, I think, too, like we were like, we've never it was never a full topic. And I think it needed to happen this year for the particulars that we're facing mm-hmm. um, with the with uh, the first uh, St. Patrick's Day coming out of a pandemic. <laughs> oh, dude, it's a lot. May I the luck don't. of the Irish be with you and your immune system. But people are fucking. And again, we'll get into it, guys. We'll get into it. But, you know, and maybe some of you out there feel this way. that You've just been like waiting so hard to party on a St. Patrick's Day out in public. But. You know, if that's if that's the case, top of the morning to you is all I'll say. <laughs> top of the shillelagh uh, to you. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, and then obviously, you know, bad green colored. Everything is happening right now. But you know who doesn't mm-hmm. get tacky and lame and makes a green colored Tam O'Shanter, you you know, shillelagh drink is lo-fi aperitifs. Oh. I, I, you know, I could smell the delightfulness uh, of the product while you were saying that. Like a beautiful, even though, even though they come in like beautiful green bottles, I'll give them that, you know. 
they're that's about as much as they're going to participate, mm-hmm. which is all good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've been talking up the um, the loveliness and uh, the hard to order, but soon hopefully easier to find um, lo-fi aperitifs. I actually stopped by that spot barkeeper, which oh, uh, yeah. Victoria loves. And like, yes, they've got the lo-fi spritz little cans. They've got, you know, the trio of the lo-fi gentian amaro, the sweet vermouth and the dry vermouth. Um, they got all the goodies there. And you guys, I'm telling you, we love our lo-fi aperitifs. And uh, if you see that, see it out in the wild, we give you a call to action a ways back to uh, tell oh, yeah. us where you found it. Absolutely. Not to mention Barkeeper. We're also plugging them today. Has a wall of bitters like you wouldn't believe. It was great. You wouldn't even believe it. They're the best. They're the nicest. Well, you know why? So I went there um, because I was, I've, I'm kind of familiarizing myself. So I have begun a journey. I'm uh, four days into just deciding it's just going to be a sober stretch for me for a bit. I've got a lot of things I'm excited about. You know, my weight is ballooned to, you know, uh, my pants don't fit. And it's Mm. like, it's just sort of like, just a lot of things, you know? So I'm like, what can I do that's easy and will immediately kind of make me feel mentally better, physically better, and maybe help my pants fit a little bit better. I was like, so I've, I've, I've just decided to take the booze out of the equation. So, so you're like, why were you at Barkeep, Brooke? Um, But I've been hunting down these amazing non-alcoholic spritz drinks called Gia. Have you had uh, one yet? I have not. Are they calorically fine? Oh, they're, they're like it's forty calories, baby, uh, and it's like fair. It's it's gentian, um, like it's gentian that same flavor that I've talked about in the lo-fi. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why I made the the mind map there. Um, heavily bittered. Um, it's got sparkling. Uh, white Riesling wine grape juice, but it's not alcoholic. And mm-hmm. then it's just like this beautiful, it's got spritz, bubble, tons of medicinal attitude. And uh, you pour it over ice and you're just like, holy shit, this is so, so yummy. So nice. So, so yeah, nice. Barkeep but like the same a- thing, yeah, the same thing could be said for the our, lo- our lovely lo-fi too, because we know it's a very low ABV. So like same, if, if, if you feel like a little bit of booze, you could, you could, Mimic, make the same, do the same. 100%. And I mean, I feel like I pivoted right out of my advertisement for lo-fi aperitifs. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I just, I just was like, listen, I was at Barkeep. They've got the good stuff if you want, the low ABV, the real high knock you on your ass stuff. But they also had a shelf with all the non-alcoholic goodies, which are 100% um, making me feel happy. And like, I have a drink that I'm excited to crack crack open like yeah. sit down watch some tv and drink and it's it's honestly i've been very uh very chill with this decision hashtag no regrets i'm feeling good and uh now i feel like i want to hit up gia to be like oh my god be another one of our sponsors gia <laughs> and lo-fi aperitif which by the way they would both taste really good together oh yum <laughs> i like all of this i'm in you know with pool season upon us brooke i you know i'm always looking to keep it a little more low abv if it, it just so you don't you know fry in the sun plus you know we all know i'm just gonna be eating mushrooms and in my pool all summer so 
you know, it used the joke used to be like, he's a real fun guy. Well, we've got a real fun gal uh, with Andrea and all for mushroom. The world is better, a better place with uh, neon mushrooms. Will you please get me a bar? I want a bar. Yeah, girl. Okay, great. Yeah, girl. Get all me right. some mushies. So, <laughs> oh, mushies. That's our new sponsor for sure. Um, well, let's jump into some headlines, huh? Let's do it. All right. This is a fun one in the New York Post. Um, It's not really that scandalous, but basically an ex-Starbucks barista. He's spilling how the employees get revenge on rude customers. All right, fellow bartending, restaurant working, co-workers, what's your first guess? Because we all do it in our restaurants. Take take a dump in the cough person's no, coffee. No, oh, no, oh, Andrea. Oh, no, oh, oh, I know. Right, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know. When you're a rude piece of shit customer, you get decaf, bitch. Boom. That's, that's what you know, and that has like always been a standard, especially like when you don't want people who are camping. Like late night, they've had their dessert. You're like, there's nothing else I could possibly give you. You don't want them getting wired on a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You give those bitches decaf, baby. Yeah. Enjoy your withdrawals, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, this uh former Starbucks employee, and this this guy's in the UK. Um, he's in England, and uh United Kingdom. Sorry, sorry, that's not the UK. He's in England. Um, so he basically took to TikTok and uh, over half a million people are checking out this video where he's saying that the employees are also encouraged to misspell people's names on sure. their Starbucks cups sure. because guess what people do? They take to Instagram. TikTok and Facebook to take a picture of their goofy misspelled name. Advertising. Yeah, as if someone didn't know what Starbucks was. But anyways. <laughs> but I mean. So they're encouraged to mangle your name so that it makes it onto social media and stays in the zeitgeist of your mind and brain. And next thing you know, you're turning a sharp bright to get into a Starbucks drive through because you're like, I don't know. I saw a picture and now I need a Frappuccino. Wow, wow. Um, so just know when you get your name as well at Starbucks, it's you're you're just part of you're just a cog. You're just yeah, a baby. fucking cog in yeah. the big the big coffee picture. <laughs> okay. And now, granted this may not be true in every single country or every single franchise, but specifically in England where he was working, um basically the the frappuccinos are just pre-blended with a fake espresso flavored syrup. Okay. They are not taking the time to pull you a real shot of espresso. And I have to imagine and wonder that if you're addicted to Frappuccinos, it's not about the coffee. Nine, nine, nine. It's about the sugar and the cream. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yes. But if you really are a coffee head and need the caffeine and not just the sugar, you have to ask for the espresso shot because you're getting the fake, you're getting the fake version, baby. Scandal. Uh, Brian and I are kind of enjoying our versions of Frappuccinos at the moment. Really? A, yeah, well, it's a St. Patty's Day uh, episode today. Brian had to work, you know, 2.30 in the morning, got back, took a nap. I had some coffee. I was like, let's put a little Bailey's in our coffee, hun. Mm. Let's really, let's really, you know, fall with the theme. So that would be our version. This is Frappuccino-y as it gets. <laughs> it's, gr- it's grown up. Excuse mm-hmm. me. It's mm-hmm. a very grown up choice. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. absolutely salute you. Um, also, you know, because people, can you imagine a fucking morning rush and every dumb motherfucker wants what is essentially a blended milkshake for breakfast. And so when the line gets backed up like that, 
you're getting some sort of line from the barista in return saying either the ice machine's broken, the blenders on right. the fritz, um, or like we're out of the ingredient that because they're like, fuck you, we need to give real humans coffee. I know. And you're I clogging up the line. And I know I've talked about it before, but like the, you know, every Starbucks I see, there's a Starbucks I see when I get off of work and I like get off the five and I'm like driving home at like sometimes nine, nearing 10 o'clock at night. The Starbucks line is fucking huge in the drive-thru every night and you just see like drink holders full of like pink like milkshake-y frappuccino-y it's like it's dessert it's, time it's that's 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 what people want yeah mm-hmm. it's i i struggle with it was it you and me when they were giving free frappuccinos and you and i were like let's get one i've never had one and Maybe. you're just kind of like ooh, i get it you know yeah. but then, no they're really fucking good yeah like, then you have to slam pandora's box shut again you know yeah, yeah i used to have a friend my friend reagan in high school worked at the starbucks at the barnes noble i never got hired there i tried so oh, times but fuck. it didn't it was fancy i was like god damn it this is a fancy classy job but i want it you know i never <laughs> i never got it but i would get free frappuccinos and that was when it was old school where they would just had like the you know a very old school way of doing it and it was a fucking delight to like this my 17 year old taste buds you know is oh yeah real real tasty real fancy. oh yeah oh yeah baby <laughs> um but then basically other tips you know like the, the takeaway is like this guy is sort of blowing up some secrets to help customers also being like hey listen if it's the very end of the day and there are still a few pastries in the case you know they're not selling those tomorrow they don't do day old stuff at starbucks because it's a corporation now granted they may give a lot of way um, to homeless, but depending where you are, there are just weird, horrible rules about not being allowed to. So the chances of you walking away with a few extra pastries, if you're a kind human, are very high. So you can go ahead and just All ask. Right. And if you are a good customer who you feel like you've got a good relationship with the baristas, they might make you something off menu. I'm sure they will. I'm sure. Which just is super nice. cute. And you get free drinks on your birthday, so don't forget that. I love it. Where's my Starbucks? I'm so sorry. My eyes are getting so wide because I'm scanning this next story. Book. Should we move on? <laughs> yeah. 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 Just in time. Again, just in time for St. Patrick's Day. Um, okay. Basically, this headline is coming out of New Zealand um, where we had hoped the world's biggest potato had just grown. The, the couple, uh, they own a farm and named this what they thought tuber they named him doug the doug. potato yep d-u-g doug and got very Need very excited dig. to grow uh to basically dig this motherfucker up because they suspected he was going to be the world's biggest spud and we're waiting to hear back from the guinness book of world records they I dug can't. it up they dug up doug i don't know what 7.9 kilograms weighs out to be but probably like 40 pounds. Brian's on his phone right now. Okay, stretch okay. it. Stretch, I need a conversion. Stretch. <laughs> okay. Uh, keep tap dancing. Keep tap dancing. Look, they've got a fucking cap on him. Like he, they've got a little bucket hat on him. Like he's their infant son. I'm what just you, What are you s- from the new radicals? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, you only get what you give. 17.4 okay, so, pounds. So not 40 pounds. 17.4 pounds was this. I mean, that is such a huge potato, but then it's they had potatoes. to Not run. small potatoes. Not, not small, small potatoes. No small potatoes here. <laughs> uh, but to basically authenticate it for the purpose of being in a record book, they had to run a DNA test mm-hmm. on Doug. Turns <laughs> out he was a gourd. 
Oh no! He a is gourd. not the father. Like some sort Mori of comes out. Fucked up gourd. <laughs> like how does a gourd look like a potato? And gourds grow above ground. I'm so confused about everything right now. Everything- Andrea, keep talking. <laughs> this looks like a sweet potato that sat in your pantry for too long. Honestly, when you're really looking at this, it doesn't truly- look like a gourd. What it actually looks like is like, so we had some fingerling potatoes for dinner the other night Uh and like Brian fed one to Indiana and Indiana just apparently swallowed the fucker whole (laughs) and two days later barfed the whole thing back up. And that's what this potato I'm looking at looks like. Now we could post a side by side because Brian did take uh, a photo of the one that Indiana puked up, but it does look a little bit like it. Wouldn't you say there, Brian? <laughs> yeah, Brian. Brian. Said okay. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, he, he confirmed. News. Well, basically, there was just a real roller coaster of emotions I around around this potato. I um, bet. Poor Doug. Poor Doug. I mean, Doug's still living Doug's greatest life ever. He's above ground. He's really above board now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He's just a whole life ahead of him. Um, but basically, they're thinking that possibly the seedling they purchased could have been crossbred oh, with a no. gourd and a cucumber. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, to, to quote Poor the- Doug. <laughs> the, to, quote, to quote the owners of Doug, they said, it's a hideous looking creature. It's the sort of thing that only a mother could love. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a very yeah. sweet story. So, but the the good news is the potential to break the world record is still out there. All Great. you but potato growing farmers, um, you know, maybe that's our new goal. I, I did start a little mini garden again after my oh, disaster yeah? two years ago. I realized you have to be home to water it, Brooke. Uh, otherwise yeah. you come home to a sad disaster. Yeah, um, it's a whole maintenance thing for sure. <sighs> potatoes potatoes really need their own specific like bed all to themselves. I'm not they doing t- They take up yeah. so much room. Totally. So. And Heads we're not doing, we're not doing that. I don't know what I'm doing. If I can squeeze out a few little tomatoes, we'll consider yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, like that nice greens. Yeah. Totally. Great. Well, awesome. Well, should we get into some server? Some stories. <laughs> okay. So here's the subject line. A tale of entitlement, undertipping, and drunken social media tirades. <laughs> cool. It's totally our vibe. Okay. This is long as fuck, but worth it. Hello, sisters of the service industry, 10-year vet here from chain restaurant to craft margarita bar to Irish pub to brewery. I've been behind a bar since I turned 20 and a day, which is the legal age to serve in Kentucky. Can't say I'm a lifer yet, but it sure looks like I'm on that path. Cheers to not having used my degree a single day of my life. <laughs> Same. Well, I don't have one. That Don't get one because you're not going to use one. Anyways. <laughs> I have so many experiences with every topic you've covered that it all kind of blends together and I can't ever reach into my brain to pull out a good story. But something finally happened, however, that sent me shaking with rage straight to my computer to find validation and confirmation for my hatred of a stranger. What better place than Sidework? Yeah! You know where to find us. Okay, so this didn't actually happened directly to me, but I can 100% relate, and I'm sure you guys will be able to as well. 
The story starts with a post my friend shared of a man who was going on a drunken Facebook tirade. Is there any other kind, Andrea? Mm. Is there anything normal ever happening on Facebook? I, uh, you know, people are selling things. I just go for marketplace situations. Truly. <laughs> Instagram is now just online shopping. Uh-huh. I don't know where real social media exists anymore. Anyways, <laughs> so this guy was going on a drunken Facebook tirade, posting multiple angry statuses because of an interaction he had with a bartender of a local hole in the wall that did not sit well with him. The friend who shared the post is a current bartender of said bar, and her friend and co-worker is the one who had served the man the previous evening. Okay, the disgruntled customer's statuses are as follows. Not naming an actual bar for obvious reasons, so I'll simply put, quote-unquote, this bar, and then he goes on to use the real name. <laughs> so then he goes, then he says, this bar sucks, they can lick my nuts. Folks, don't go to this bar ever. The bartenders there only care about tips. They call you out if they don't get enough tips. The bar is officially all my radar. Oh, the bar is officially off my radar due to the rude ass bartenders they currently have serving. They suck. I will never ever be back. If your bartenders are working for tips alone, please tell me up front before I am attacked at the end of the night for giving $5 on a $50 tab. I admit, it's not a lot. But I don't have a lot to give. Oh, God. All right. I'll, ta- I'll take it from okay. here, Brooke. Calm down, Brooke. Okay. I'll take it from here. All right. I could go on and on about this man's flawed logic, but luckily his profile was set to public. So aside from a little sass one-on-one in the comment sections, I didn't need to. He was obviously dragged by the local bar community and supporters of the establishment pointing out the obvious. If you don't have money to tip, You do not have money to go out. Do the math. Figure it out. Stop one drink short and tip appropriately and then go home. Go the fuck home, Doug. I don't know. Let's not be smirch. (laughs) Let's not be smirch, sweet Doug. I know. Doug. Okay. A bartender is behind a bar to make money. Yes, they're employed because of monetary reasons. Just like everybody else. You are not special. No one cares about your threat of never coming back. It's a blessing. That's maybe my favorite. (laughs) Get off social media when your feelings are hurt. It's embarrassing. And et cetera. People, of course, just dragging this guy. Based on his childish alcohol-fueled reaction on social media, this was most likely the mere tip of the iceberg. This is the type of man who monopolizes a bartender's time, forcing fake laughs with bad jokes and prodding at them, expecting full entertainment and coddling. To this type of person, a tip is a reward, (sighs) not a necessity. He's the type to argue about prices, accuse you of putting unordered items on his tab, and immediately changes his demeanor when he sees the bill. This type of dude gives you, uh, gives that everybody, uh, you know, no one wants to work vibes, not realizing that he is the exact reason No one wants to work in this industry. This guy. This guy sucks. Take it now. You have to take it, Brooke. I'm upset. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We need to give each other breaks to breathe. Okay, so here's the thing. The thing about this that makes me the most irate is the people in his corner claiming that, quote unquote, so much hate is upsetting to see and that maybe that's all he could afford. Ooh, I'm shaking. Okay, I have to physically throw my phone across the room upon reading this shit as to not embarrass myself by engaging with these clowns on the internet. 
that. To blame the bartender, a staple in the working class community of being classist because they dare to be expect to be compensated for their services, baffles the mind. This is a man who was drinking for hours on end, checking into multiple bars on Facebook all throughout the day. This is not a person struggling to put food on their table or someone stealing diapers for their child. It's an asshole who expects to drink all day and short the hardworking staff and in turn is infuriated that a wink and a smile was not given in return to him for his patronage. Give me a fucking break. Save your sympathy for the bartender who probably went home with an aching back, sore feet, exhausted mind, and shit money to show for it. I want to clarify that I'm not the type of bartender who feels entitled to loads of money in return for nothing, okay? So few of us are. And if the bartender did indeed call him out for simply under-tipping, sure, that was out of line. But again, 10 years of experience gives me a feeling that is not the whole story. She had even replied in one of the threads very professionally claiming they'd had a civil conversation even after she was questioned about the bill. Andrea, I need a break. You're back in. Okay, here I come, here I come. All right. I feel a strong sense of pride in having knowledge of the product and playing a vital role in making sure guests are satisfied. My regulars are my family, and I genuinely enjoy connecting with others. I'm knowledgeable, experienced, and enjoy problem solving on the fly. Above all, I'm kind to my patrons. All that being said, I'm not a jester. I'm not a puppet. And you can kiss all those amazing qualities the fuck goodbye the moment you disrespect me or, to be frank, tip like shit. I hope you enjoy this infuriating tale of entitlement followed by an idiot idiot being reality checked by hundreds of strangers online. Thanks to your podcast. I look forward to Fridays on my way to the brewery when I I can tune in. Um, I've never related to anything more in my life and truly feel like we'd get up to some shit if we ever had the chance to sling drinks behind the same bar. I've enjoyed the lighter topics from cocaine-fueled owners, regulars, and their secret nicknames and fraternizing between front of house and back of house staff because I've been there. But I also sincerely appreciate the tougher episodes that tackle mental health and a need for a reform within the industry. Y'all rule. Godspeed and good tips. And remember to make your profile private before you ask employees of a beloved bar to lick your nuts. And that's from Kendall, she, her in Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was a saga. I loved it. Justice so was good. served. Um, and honestly, ooh, could you be a bigger tool than Dude. to get an entire bar slash service industry slash people who love the bar and the staff angry at you? There is no stronger force of of just it's going to be a day of reckoning for you my friend There's i love just, it that he just skipped yelp altogether and was like i'll just like dumb ass go to like straight to facebook where like you're for sure gonna your life will be ruined <laughs> like I'm, I'm like yeah dude your mom didn't even like your post okay so that was a flop <laughs> that was a flop you fucking loser uh what a good story. What a great story. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, that was a saga unto itself. If you guys have any of those brewing in your system, want to put them out. Brooke, where do they send them? Sideworkpod at gmail.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, let's get into it. Here we go. I can't believe we've never covered this before. Why have like, we never covered St. Patrick's Day? We talked We talked about it. It's we, there. We talk about um, Irish egg rolls like all yeah. the time. <laughs> and going to our friend's shitty bar that he managed called Jameson's. I mean, we've, uh, we've yeah. alluded to the idea of Irish pubs. The fact that this, it, it's it's been in the ether. And I do feel like we pulled it down because today... Well, it was yesterday. Sorry, but Saturday, March. No, Thursday, March 17th will be a day of remembrance because it is going to be the first St. Patrick's Day back out after two years. Oh, yeah. Of the COVID. Uh, Oh, yeah. Coronavirus, COVID-19. Remember the remember the first day we heard about it? It was it was two years ago. It was novel. The novel coronavirus. Right. Because it was like right before. I think St. Patrick's Day had like happened and then like shit got shut or it was two it years. Was like, it was like the same week or something. Right. Two years we've been reporting and podcasting in COVID, Andrea. Anyways, day of remembrance. Um, yes. And I, uh, but also feel shit. Whatever. We, we, we stayed here, buddies. We, we, we did it. We thrived. We stayed we sure here with you did. all. Okay, um, but anyway, you know what hasn't happened in two years, which I caught wind of. I saw photographic evidence, and I'm sure you did too, because it's here of the Chicago River being dyed green. Boy, oh boy, it does not look good going in. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you ever been there in person when you've seen them dye it green? Because I never went down to watch it happen. I mean, I I've seen it green because I had to go to work and I would you take the train and you know you mm-hmm. would go across the river to get downtown. Right. So that's it. I have never in the 13 years living in Chicago, I never once went to an uh, a St. Patrick's Day parade. I didn't go to the, not the one downtown. There's two. The one downtown is the big one with the Green River. South Side is like the the real fucking parade, you know, if you ask people. Sure. But like I have not because you know where would I where will I go to the bathroom? You know, Brooke. Those are these are important <laughs> questions, and as we learn um, from anywhere other friends, you want, yeah, anywhere well, you want from other people who are f- street parade festival goers, uh, the answer is your pants. You know, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. pants or mm-hmm. someone's, the alley, <laughs> someone's doorstep. Yeah. You know, like someone who's just like sober who walks out of their apartment and you're just fucking obliterated, taking a piss, uh-huh. like. What a uh-huh. horrible! Uh-huh. Oh, uh, we miss. I missed this. I can't believe it. I'm so happy it's back. I'm glad it's back. Um, oh. All right, now to to be fair, we are not disparaging the no. Irish. Uh, no, this is no, not their fault. Nay. This is. 
this is the very uh, American, less classy version of, you know, a St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. Yeah. Are you, are you going to get a little uh, two sheets to the wind at your favorite at your favorite pub and then teeter home or maybe fall asleep at the bar again, you know, <laughs> face down in your corned Sounds beef like all the time? <laughs> yeah, maybe. whatever. It's but it's it's the very crazy, Amer- you know, and obviously like the country is like many, you know, Irish are one of the many immigrants who were mm-hmm. treated poorly. And the mm-hmm. country was built on the back of all of our Irish immigrants who are now very proud Irish Americans. But then it's all these other places that co-opt and go fucking nuts with St. Patrick's Day. Um, You, you always get hints that uh, it's a coming because food that shouldn't be green starts <laughs> turning green, baby. <laughs> I, That's very true. This first post oh that you have shared from Reddit, God. it's a local chicken place. Just think of like a hot chicken, your, your typical Nashville hot chicken place. But instead of your typical brown, you know, reddish flecky uh, patty, they've dyed the whole thing green to the point where it does look like nugs of weed, in my it, opinion. I'm sorry. It it <laughs> looks like a very well-fed cow pile to me. Like oh, a, yeah. It looks like a giant road apple smashed on a hamburger bun. It is the most upsetting thing. It or like mold or like what is this? It a does. penicillin it, burger? It does kind of look like Doug, like, you know, oh. painted shellacked his body green or Doug got moldy. That's what I'm oh. gonna say. Yeah. But like, but like, God damn, dude. It's it's like, okay, man. Like, I get it. Everyone's getting in on the spirit, but like a lot of things don't look good green. They don't these look appetizing. Do, though, I'm going to say these do look like herbs as opposed to like food dye. So I will give them that if that is indeed what it is. They're trying to be like, let's just put a bunch of. But if that's what it is, I don't want like a shitload of oregano like on a chicken sandwich, you know, <sighs> it's it's very odd. And the image is very upsetting. Um, Obviously, you know, we were talking about like shamrock shakes, mm-hmm. you know, like Starbucks makes all their probably like peppermint everything. It's like. Can I ask really quick, like, why did people decide that when something's green, the flavor is mint? What is that? I know. I think it. What is an Irish flavor? I'm always like, it's potato. Okay, (laughs) it's Jameson. (laughs) It's. I mean, I know, or or Uh it's like, it's like, or it should be Irish cream. But sure. that's not I mean, green. peppermint I, is green and spearmint's green. So that I get. I get the association there. But yeah, there's other green things that, that but like, flavor. I think things. of a clover when I think of Ireland. I'm thinking of what? a green clover. Sure. I, I agreed. Agreed. Uh, anyways, but Krispy Kremes, of course, in on this. Um, you guys, you can get their oh baby. Um, wait, let me click this open. You just um, wear green and they're like, have oh, yeah. a free donut. Oh, oh my god. Boy. And actually some of these look sort of fucking delicious. I'm not going to I'm not going to no. lie. So, this would have been yesterday. Sorry guys, we're giving you the hot goss a day late. But basically <laughs> if you show up to a Krispy Kreme wearing green, you could get a Lenny Leprechaun donut, um green and black icing with buttercream and a fondant hat. You Yikes. could get a Luck of the Rainbow donut, an original glazed donut. It. Dipped in green icing and green it. sprinkles. <laughs> I know. But then there's a shamrock donut, um, which is going to have the original Krispy Kreme 
See, but I'm not getting any of these flavors. See, this it's just is cream. A, yeah, and it's this just is, color. Color yeah, and cream. Yeah, it's just color. It's just color and cream. That's all it is. So, <sighs> and this is the tip of the iceberg, which did sink the Titanic, which did launch from Ireland. I will say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so some of that stuff is 100% bad, right? But there mm-hmm. is some good in the world. Um, the actual country of Ireland itself, though, this year, especially especially where we are at historically, they are asking on St. Patrick's Day for any buildings around the world, and especially in their own country, who might let it light up green for St. Patrick's Day, they are asking that everything be lit up yellow and blue in support of Ukraine instead of green, which is... I love that. Fucking great, you know? Plus, and yellow and blue do make green. I just get it say. They do. Um, that's awesome. This is, you know, I, I also want to add, too, that, of course, I just read that World Central Kitchen's, like, basically on the borders of the Ukraine, like, ready to feed, like, all refugees coming in. Of course they are because they're fucking badasses. So also another thing to throw in there. Um, but, yeah, that's awesome. So I Ireland rules. They get it. They know. <laughs> they know. And, you know, I, I, if you're if you want to look for a, a record setting potato, I highly suggest checking Ireland. I know it's there. <laughs> I know there's gold in them hills. <laughs> Follow the and, end of the rainbow. You'll find the biggest potato. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm always oh like, boy. is that racist? Shout shout out. I mean, I am Irish. I'm Irish no, 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 and no, no, I don't no. feel it's, like it's, I'm it's, like. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Right. I mean, whatever. It's okay. okay. But back to the awfulness, huh? Back to the awfulness here on the ground in the States that is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Oh, boy. What green comes, beer. Yeah, what comes to mind? Yep, green beer. Pub crawls, like our friend from the server-submitted story, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, basically getting up at the crack of dawn. Oh, yeah. Start drinking. Why? All day. All day affair. Why? Day do, affair. do just a lot of people, like, so this is a serious question. Like, since it's not, like, a national holiday or anything, do some people just always are there that person who's like, I, I got to have St. Patty's Day off. It's just who I am. Or, oh, yeah, probably. Or the day after. Oh, I guarantee there's people who like that's how they live their lives and plan for it every year. You know, I would assume, I, but, you know, statistically, I think the day after the Super Bowl is one of the highest uh, call in sick to work days. <laughs> I would imagine the day after St. Patrick's Day would probably be a good runner up, if not equally par. Like, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I immediately think back to the first time I participated was not of legal age. That's why it was so fun. <gasps> I know. I know. Me too. Me too. <laughs> it was it was so great. We went deep into downtown Lansing, Michigan, to a place called the Green Door. I mean, oh, I mean, of course, could you get? Could it be any uh, more? On could the you nose? really? <laughs> Um, and even though I think I was 19 at the time, I was posing as a 27 year old named Regina from down oh, river. Oh. Anyways, um, she was a little chubbier than I was at that juncture in my life, but it worked. It worked. She had blue eyes, and brown hair. That's all they cared about. Um, so yeah, we totally went to do this. And of course we were like, I don't know. What do people do? Like we were asking around. I was like, okay, I guess we start drinking at 10 in the morning. You know, and then you just go and we have no really great plan. We're like taking public transportation to just Mm -hmm. go start getting drunk underage at a bar filled with old blue collar third shift workers Mm -hmm. who are drinking Mm -hmm. for reals, you know, and we're sort of like, yeah, I guess it's like we everyone just want to get their own picture and start throwing Killian's Irish ale in their face because we didn't know enough to drink a Guinness. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Killian's Killian's is good is better it's than fine. some other things if you're trying to go there. Yeah, yeah. 
That's um, amazing. But yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm just like there definitely was no real job happening for me to get up on St. Patrick's Day and decide to start drinking all day. So that's yeah. my question about right. grown ass adults who do this. Well, I don't know. I think there's a lot that goes into it when it comes to like Irish pride and like celebrating heritage because, you know, living in Chicago for many years, there were like, there are all these like, um, you know, Irish heritage centers and cultural centers that do put on good shows and you have the Irish dancers and that's one big part of it. And like, I'm not Irish. Brian's Irish, but like, I actually do love me some corned beef and cabbage when it's done right. Like, I'll fucking get down on a big old plate of that, you know, like once a year and just like watch me fingers blow up like sausages. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a lot, but it's delicious. It's great, you know, and I'll, I'll drink a fucking Guinness. I think it's, I think out of all the like, no, I don't know. I'm going to backtrack, but it's like, that's like the nice part of it. That's the, that's the shiny, wholesome part. It's just like, a plate of food, a couple Guinnesses, call it, maybe a whiskey, call it a night. Like, I don't right. need. It's like, and if you could get into a nice place that had like an authentic Irish band playing in a mm-hmm. pub, you know, where they've got all, you know, like I love God, I love the Chieftains, they're so mm-hmm. awesome. You know, mm-hmm. there there are a couple of the Irish bands and you know groups that you're like, oh, I love them, great. Like, am I going to play some U two tomorrow? I might, but you know. Um, <laughs> Even though I don't usually affiliate them with a St. Patrick's Day. Um, sure. You know, but it, like that, yes, that part of it sounds lovely. But here's a hot tip. If you went overseas to Ireland, you could do that any day of the week. You could mm-hmm. eat your Irish fare and listen to a beautiful local band. Anyways, yeah. I. It, and it's crazy when you are working in a restaurant that is like trying to get in on any like slice of it that you watch like the really embarrassing food specials come along what you watch like like, the miller light like shamrock decals go up around the restaurant they they get (laughs) slapped up there and you know like for us too like uh, you know you've got like your kitchen staff who's like suddenly puzzled like how the fuck do you make corned beef you know you've got like you boil it <laughs> I know yeah you boil it you brine it and you serve it steaming hot with a frown mm-hmm. um you know I and so it's very funny because it is like cultural uh, not appropriation necessarily but just the celebration of something that like I'm not saying it's a delicacy or a particularly great food, but there is an art to making a corned beef. Oh, so yeah. My, a, a lot of it gets served poorly. You know what I'm uh, saying? My, step, my stepdad, who, you know, RIPs, Dan's, um, who was a smoker of fine, fine meats in his in his day, toward the end as a hobby for him. He and my sister um, did a corned beef, like brined it for two weeks and then roasted oh. it. Okay. And it was like, yeah. And then he thought it was like a huge pain in the ass. He was like, I don't want to make this fucking thing, but I'll do it because like Raina wants to. And then they executed it. Turns out it was amazing. And then like the bragging rights alone. You know what I mean? Ooh, baby. Yes. Were like glory. incredible. Yeah. I think he was known to be on his deathbed and just at the very, his last words were like, I killed that corned beef before he, he passed. Uh, over. I killed that corned beef. <laughs> yeah. I mean like that is like, you just know that a lot of these local bars are not doing that. The Cisco truck is backing up with yeah. their fucking yeah. buckets Look, of corned beef. As much beef. as we're trying, and I know we're trying to like backpedal and be like, but it's the beauty in it, but that's not what we're here to talk about right now. The, what we no. talk talked about is it is 2022 we are two years into a pandemic (laughs) and fucking St. Patrick's Day is back baby it's back and that's what we're here to talk about right now. okay so when I googled (laughs) St. Patrick's Day 2022 right 
everything was every local news affiliate from every fucking city in America saying <laughs> lines expected to be around the block for St. Patrick's oh, Day God. with a historic worker and staff shortage. So who's oh. shaking in their boots right now? Good God, um, please. It's basically also all through the Midwest. It's supposed to be 70 degrees tomorrow oh, in March. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? It's going to be a shit show. So, like, hopefully staff's doing it right and they're basically like, look, all you got is, like, plastic cups full of fucking whatever beer. Maybe you know, get shots. Maybe if you're lucky. I'm sure that there's going to be, like, outdoor tents more than ever set up everywhere. You know, hopefully there won't be, like fucking space heaters kicked over and propane tanks being shot off down the street. I mean, these are the things I think about. Uh, I know. And like, you know, like, uh, it'll be interesting to get back around to our, you know, our uh, door guy on the ground, our bouncer friend, Jarrett, to hear how it went off in uh, Atlanta. Um, but this is like not a super fun day to be a bouncer, you know, not, not, it's, it's fun at the beginning when you're checking the IDs on the way out, you got a whole different tune of people leaving, um, or people who you might have to throw out by the seat to their pants. Um, it's going to be wild. So need I say, um, tomorrow sorry yesterday excuse me let me <laughs> ugh, sorry in chicago alone this might be happening countrywide here's a heads up maybe we'll post it on social media i know like let's get in the time machine go back in time we'll do it maybe we did it who knows everyone we say we'll post stuff on social we don't but in chicago alone uber and lyft drivers are basically protesting and going on strike on saint patty's good. day good Absolutely. So if you are a drunk or planning on being a real drunk, you are going to need alternative plans to get to and from your destination safely. Hey man, there's an amazing public transit system in Chicago. Yes. yes. Like I wish we had something like that in LA. Oh boy, um, oh boy. And fuel the, prices alone, right. right? Well, that that is, you know, basically this has been going on for years. Um, abysmal wages to Uber and Lyft drivers, right? Now we have six dollars for a, a fucking gallon of gas. And then on this day, on top of it, it's historically a green barf fest plastering the inside of your car, mm -hmm. which you get no compensation when a customer ruins your vehicle which is your livelihood and the way that you make money st patrick's day is a logistical nightmare and i stand behind them like absolutely say no to st patty's day oh yeah absolutely safe face okay not to mention that there definitely <laughs> still is a pandemic going on um everything <laughs> is like and I, uh, I we hate talking about it we hate being alarmist but the ba2 version of omicron is 80 times more contagious and taking down europe in a second wave and now it's here in the states and like epidemiologists are like there is going to be a saint patrick's day surge if mm -hmm. you managed to not get omicron get ready <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just the likelihood of it. I, um, boy, oh boy. Ooh, it's just, I feel all the feels. I want to be out there with him, Brooke. No, I don't. I really. mean, I would never, I stopped going to St. Patrick's Day anything at probably age 25. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't do it anymore. I used to call it like Green Zombie Day in Chicago. I mean, well, here yeah. in L.A., we're safe from it because you can know we talk, you know, if you're in Hollywood or whatever, but like you really can remove yourself very, very easily from it here in L.A., in my opinion. Yes. In Chicago, you can't hide from it. In New York, you can't hide from it. Like nope. it's 
everywhere. <laughs> Every fucking where. <laughs> and like I was saying, like it's it's gotten to the point of, you know, social media only stirs more things up. It creates FOMO. You're like, should I be going to a bar? Should I be meeting these people? Should I be terrorizing poor servers on St. Patrick's Day? And it's like, like a new SantaCon where bars who don't want your kind, you know, will go so far as to be like, no St. Patrick's Day, anything happening here. Yeah. So do not cross our threshold if you're thinking we're going to put Irish cream if in If you're something. wearing green, you're not allowed in, basically. If you, if you don't wearing, get a Krispy Kreme. If you are wearing a leprechaun hat, we're calling the police. Get the fuck out of our oh bar. Oh, my Lord. Um, but okay, right. So, but then a lot of bars, this is like we're saying a humongous day for business. This can mm-hmm. like make a couple months for you if you oh, sure. are any type of English, Irish, Scottish, just anything across the pond. If that's your theme and you're willing to lean into it, even if you're not that and you're willing to lean into it, you are going to make bank. And so it is a really big deal to get prepped for this. Okay. This is from Macomb Township, which is where uh, I grew up, you know, very close, close by. This is highlighted in a Macomb Daily article. (laughs) And I quote, we're anticipating people are are ready to get out of the house and will bring their sunscreen along with them. We bought 1,500 pounds of extra corned beef because the demand is expected to be that high. So it's like, how do you prep for this? You know, in advance, are you like, hello? Yes, I need 400 cases of Jameson and a barge of Guinness, please. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wonder even just with, I just wonder how like easy it is to get your hands on all that shit these days is it is, is, is are things on backstock like is it easily gotten is it something people are gonna have to order extra weeks in advance i wonder if reps have been like poking bars right. you know for months to be like you know you got better get it now if you expect to have it on the day you know right you might want to stockpile it because you know saint patty's is Right around the corner. So I I mean, it's it's only incredibly interesting to me from the perspective of service industry. Like, no, it's it's a fucking it's insane. It's an insane day. It is an insane day. I mean, I would dare to say that it's got the kind of decor and stupid beads and sunglasses and hats level of like. A New Year's Eve meets Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. So there's also meets all of Cinco this. Cinco de Mayo, which is coming soon. <laughs> that too. Um, which also, in LA, harder to avoid. Absolutely. It has all of that on all those levels. Like this is some people's Mardi Gras. This is their fucking New Year's. This is their birthday. This is their 4th of July. Like this is what people have been priming themselves for, you know? But I think that you do have the people that work in the industry that know that they work at an Irish bar, that know this is coming and Mm -hmm. hopefully just all band together like you fucking have to and work hard. Everybody probably has every employee probably has to work that day in in a way um and hopefully you'll make a shitload of money in the long run and and live to tell the tale of the time you like got barfed on three times or like i mean can you, i'm sure your shoes do, are not gonna look good at the end of the day i'm sure you know you're gonna be covered in beer you're gonna be covered in i don't know all sorts yeah yeah, yeah you're cabbage be, juice cabbage juice you're gonna walk out basically if you're if your uniform is like a white t-shirt, it's going to be tie-dyed green and white with the projectile <laughs> vomit cabbage I love juice. It. I love it. And shamrock shake being thrown at you. Um, <laughs> but we we would not, I mean, obviously I started 
laughing hysterically at just in Michigan alone, some of the names of Irish spots in and close to Rochester, Michigan. There's this place downtown Rochester. I fucking hate it so much. Its name is Turalu. Turalu la Uere. Yeah, that's good. Oh, T- I can't. Tipsy McStaggers? McStaggers? Tipsy McStaggers is another one in Michigan, which again That is uh, not cool, dude. That now that's fucking racist. <laughs> like, like that is not good. <laughs> I don't know, but it was it was like an Irish publication was sort of like tip of the hat to you, you Ooh, damn bastards. You know, I like guess, you, yeah. you got us, you get us. There's the fiddler. Yeah, yeah. Molly right. Wee, Molly, Molly Wee, Wee is I. We used to get trash there on Monday nights after Whiplash at uh, UCB and Chelsea. That would nice. be the after party from uh, midnight to three a.m. <laughs> yep, that's when I worked in the service industry and could do that on a Monday. Uh, oh, no, other funny names. This one killed me. The hairy lemon. All right, vagina names. Oh God, do you? Th- Ew, I didn't know. Oh, I yeah, don't dude. like that. Have you ever listened to Led Zeppelin? Ever? They talk like squeeze the lemon okay, and the juice right. comes out. Like, yeah, I just wasn't. I don't know. I'm thinking of hair of the dog. No, oh. that's pussy girl. Oh, girl, I've been scandalized. <laughs> Scandalized. <laughs> of course, every every city has either a Pat O'Brien's or a Dooley's pub. Oh yeah, a Molly Malone's, a Finn McCool's. <laughs> I want to go to this place that's actually in Ireland, the Filthy Quarter. Oh no, I yeah, the Randy Leprechaun. That's like really the name of a place. Yeah. Oh boy. I- in New York City, I do love Irish Exit. I've oh, been that's there. a fucking incredible name for Isn't a bar. Isn't it good? Oh, it, yeah. That one's my favorite on this dumb <laughs> list. And then, of course, in Auckland, the dog's bollocks. <laughs> I guess that's just Australian humor. No, New Zealand. Excuse me. Auckland, New Zealand. Pardon me. Um, we should call it the Doug's bollocks because he's not a potato. He's <laughs> that's not. what they're saying now. He's not. Um, yeah. I. You know. To be uh, to be fair, what can I say? I this all the talk about this and just missing the world and society at large like does kind of make me want to go out, but I'm not gonna. No, not this I know. time I around. I can smell it though. Like I can smell what St. Patrick's Day smells like. It's like that, especially in Chicago, especially when it's like 70 degrees because it's still it's still disgusting out. Everything's like is. there's like melting icebergs everywhere. It's like black ice and puddles everywhere, and people are like the kind. It's only like 70 for like an hour, and everything gets chilly again. But people are like dressed inappropriately because oh. they think it's summertime, and then they're fucking wasted. Like it all sounds. There, there are gonna. Like- oh God, there's gonna be an un holy combination of Irish leprechaun hats wearing dudes with like a fleece polo but then also flip flops oh I want to kill myself and then oh, I it's kill like myself. melty snow shit like think about how disgusting the floors are gonna get and like everywhere everybody tramples in and out of all day Ugh, I'm, I'm gonna, on it honestly it's too much for me to handle it's a lot and I, I just told you I'm like I'm taking like a massive break from drinking so it's like why would you even go near that like oh, no, the point, the point is to get smashed. Um, Absolutely. My goodness. Well, you guys, if you had a wild St. Patty's Day, either behind the bar serving customers or you went and witnessed some wild shit at a local restaurant or were 
or were maybe a wonderful good customer, or maybe you were a bit of a terror on your day mm-hmm. off, we would love to hear about it. We would love to hear what the first St. Patty's Day back in in technically three years. Well, no, I guess two years. We missed two two rounds of it, but third year going into a pandemic that, by the way, isn't over, but we said it is. So get out there, folks. Yeah, be safe, you guys. Uh, and also, you know what we say at the end of every episode, Brooke. Good speed. And good tips, you guys. Stay safe out there. We will talk with you next week.